Live from Florida's capital city, this is Tallahassee's Morning Show with Preston Scott on 100.7 FM, WFLA, and iHeart Radio Station. Three, two, one, you're on the air. Here we go. Okay, 10 minutes past 8 a.m., if you can believe it. We're already to the third hour of the program. 74 degrees outside in Florida's capital city. It's Tallahassee's Talk Radio. 100.7 FM WFLA, broadcasting across the country, around the world, on iHeartRadio. If you have a cell phone, you have us. Just remember the app, iHeartRadio.com, and you can listen whenever, wherever, and you can also listen to the program via podcast at your leisure. Uh, there uh, There is no event I look forward to annually as much as I look forward to the Veterans Day Parade. You know we've worked with Vet Events Tally for many, many years in uh in trying to help them raise money keep this parade going uh not so that i don't want them having to reach into their pockets nearly as much as they're having to for this parade to take place and so we've talked about the 500 for five campaign uh inviting veterans to uh to walk with us but there are others in our community that have stepped up and have been a large part of uh of honoring our veterans And a company in town I've known about for many years because I I know the founders, Mike and Donna Floyd, have known them for many years. And many years ago, or a few years ago, I should say, uh, I've known Mike for many years. Mike Mike Floyd passed away. And uh, and now in charge of Altrua Global Solutions is Skip Smelko, his wife, Melody. Skip joins me today on the program. Skip, good to see you. How are you? Thank you very much, Bob President. Glad to be here. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Altrua. Um, it, it, when Mike showed me around a number of years ago, what he was involved in, what they did, it kind of just surprised me because Altrua has a footprint that is very, very large. Uh, yeah, we like to say that. Uh, but we, at the same time, uh, here in Tallahassee, we've always kind of just flown under the radar also. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when Mike was alive, we run the business, he brought me on board to kind of help get us more involved in the printing part of the industry. And so we built uh, up a quite a quite a large uh, printing operation over the years, and uh, that's where we are right now uh, with the print business. Tell everybody just kind of a snapshot. What all is Altrue involved in? Well, we support several different charities and things around the country and uh, the world, actually. And um, we got involved with the Veterans Day through um, a project we're getting ready to talk about, but. Uh, uh, we like to give back to, to uh, organizations that help give out to other people, and, you know, that's what Altrua is really about. So what was the genesis of your involvement with the Veterans Day Parade? How did it get started? Well, uh, early last uh, summer, um, uh, some folks brought a project to us and proposed this project, and we looked at it, and it just didn't quite fit in with what we wanted to do. Uh, what I wanted to do was a little bit different, and so I talked to my wife, Melody, about it, and uh, we decided to move forward in trying to find a veteran that really deserved uh, some help for his sacrifice and honor to our country. And so uh, with some other folks, we started vetting some veterans mm-hmm. to come up with a, a, a gentleman that would uh, fit our criteria and uh Interviewed several people, uh, looked at several biographies and things, and uh, we finally came up with the young guy we thought would really fit our bill. And so that's the Altrua Hometown Hero Award. That's correct. 
That's correct. What can you tell us about it? I know there's a little cloak and dagger here, a little secrecy involved. You can't give up everything until next week. So tell us what you can. Right. Okay. Well, we got involved in uh, deciding to build a float to be in the Veterans Day Parade. Okay. And I I needed a kind of a venue uh, to pull this whole thing off. And uh, so I I talked to a gentleman that we worked with that actually helped me vet uh, the veterans, uh, Mr. Claude Shipley. Mm Mm-hmm. And... um, uh, he said, well, I know a guy. He said, Joe West. And uh, so I called Joe, and we started talking. And I said, Joe, I need this uh, parade uh, venue to kind of do this presentation I'd like to do. Can you stop the parade for about like five minutes? He said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, okay. So I thought I was at the kind of dead end. He said, but I'll do you one better. And he says, you know, we'll we'll put together a thing where we can come back around to the Adams Street Mall and you can make your presentation right after the parade. I said, wow, that's great. And uh, so we started building towards that. And uh, we got our company involved. All our employees got involved. And it just started mushrooming. It's, I like to call it a mini event within the event. And it's taken a life of its own on. And uh, we have very, uh, very good staff at our operation. And everybody's very psyched. And uh, so many people got involved and wanted to go. I finally ended up giving the whole company off for that day. Nice. Okay. Okay. Now we're doing. Now we're heading the right direction here. Fifteen minutes past eight a.m. With me in studio is Skip Smelko with Altrua Global Solutions. You hear those chimes? That means weather time. Weather Channel Forecast Center. Terry Smith standing by. Good morning, Terry. Good Wednesday morning, Preston. It's hard to believe it's November. It's warm around here, and it stays that way the next several days. We've got some fog this morning. Otherwise, a cloudy day. Slight chance of a shower 86 today i'm 100.7 fm wfla's terry smith in the weather channel forecast center skip smelko is with altrua global solutions the altrua hometown hero award will be presented uh one week from today for the first time after the veterans day parade it's part of the it's sort of a continuation of the parade and so what I want to do is, at first, I want to remind you folks, the parade generally starts around 1045. It will pause at 11 a.m. sharp for a moment of silence. They usually have the playing of taps down the road uh, to honor those that have given their life and to honor veterans on Veterans Day. Um, and, and then the parade will continue. And the Altrua float, is the whole float, Skip, going to make its way back to the Adams Street venue? Well, uh, President, actually, we have a whole entourage. Okay. Um, uh, I have some friends at the Shriners, so we've got them to ride uh, right ahead of us. Okay. Uh, uh, I just heard you talk to John Swanson, Fishing for the Brave. Uh, mm-hmm. John used to work for us. Yeah. And uh, he started Fishing for the Brave back then, and so we've kind of helped support him and his group. He's going to be with us. Uh, I have some other uh, motorcycle riders that are going to ride with us, so... Uh, yeah, we got some special things, and so we're going to have a whole little entourage coming back around. Now, are you going to announce the name for the first time on that day, or do we know who the hometown hero is going to be? No, we, we know who the hometown hero is going to be, and a lot of people already do. His name is Luke Murphy. He's been around Tallahassee a long time, uh, was in the service, uh, served two terms in Iraq, and that's where he uh, got into his problems with uh, an IUD. Yep. Yeah. We've had Luke on the program. You couldn't have picked a better person. Luke's a great guy, a great guy. I, I had lunch with him yesterday, uh, trying to get him, bring him up to speed. He's a little bit in the dark about what's going on. I'm not showing him anything. Uh, 
he's had some people come to him and say, you know, you know, are you going to speak with you? Know, some things are going on. He says, I don't know what's going on. He's, but uh, so he's a, being a great sport about it. And uh, so, yeah, we have some special things lined up for Luke that uh, I think uh, is going to surprise a lot of people. That's great stuff. Skip, thanks for coming by this morning and uh, appreciate knowing about this event. Okay, thank you for having us. It's again, it's going to follow the Veterans Day Parade. And immediately after the conclusion of the parade, go to the Adam Street Commons there. And there you will find a special presentation being made to Altrua Hometown Hero Award uh, winner. And that's going to be Luke Murphy. And we've had Luke on the program, just a delightful young man. And uh, I think you're going to be blessed by this whole thing. 18 minutes now past 8 a.m. here on 100.7 FM WFLA. The amount of time people waste on social media every day is staggering. Don't waste your time, and we won't either. Search for WFLA-FM on Twitter. Never ask Glenn Beck. Hey, what's going on? If you want to know what's really going on so you can make judgments today, you should probably listen to this program. Next at 9. Because now it doesn't matter. On 100.7 FM, WFLA. 23 minutes past 8 a.m., 74 degrees outside. It's the morning show here on 100.7 FM WFLA. Great to be with you this morning. Let's go to the Prime Meridian Bank Home Loan Hotline. From Fox News Radio, Rachel Sutherland joins us from Washington. Rachel, the polls say that Ben Carson is starting to turn the tables. Is this the case of slow and steady wins the race? It absolutely could be. Uh, I was saying early on back uh, in Cleveland to watch Ben uh, Ben Carson as a sleeper in this in this race. And certainly he is surging now. A Wall Street Journal NBC News poll has him uh, up, I believe, 29 to 23% uh, against Donald Trump. And not a double-digit lead, but continuing that trend that we've seen in Iowa and New Hampshire of him leading uh, Donald Trump. And, and, you know, the philosophy here is that these two candidates, even though they appear worlds apart, are actually very similar. They just do it differently. I mean, Donald Trump says the uh, unpolitically correct thing left and right, but then so does Ben Carson. Remember the whole no Muslim in the White House thing? He didn't back down from that, and he did it in a quiet way. So some of these people who have been Donald Trump fans may be getting kind of turned off by his admittedly braggadocious style and going over to a quieter, uh, more gentler version of the same thing in Ben Carson. Rachel, what's interesting as well is Carson now starting to show very favorable in polling matching up against Hillary Clinton. Yeah, exactly. He would beat Hillary Clinton today, according to this poll um, with the Wall Street Journal, NBC News. And I, I, I just think that people just are, are trusting Ben Carson. They're feeling comfortable with him. They're feeling he's not going to just go off. Uh, Hillary Clinton's got a lot of problems, even though she is uh, pretty much the fait accompli Democratic nominee. She, the people just the likability factor just isn't there. Well, and then there's this little thing of being a patently proven liar that that's kind of haunting her a little bit, but I won't let you comment on that. Okay. Um, I, I, I will ask you, you know, Ben Carson came into town Monday for his wink, wink, nod, nod uh, book tour. Huge, massive crowds here in Tallahassee. Um, of course, Senator Marco Rubio and former Governor Jeb Bush Floridians. Um in that in that next tier, it seems as though it's Rubio and Cruz, right? It is. They are doing well in this poll, poll late, latest poll, kind of holding in the middle there. And again, steady plotters in this race. And what they're doing, Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz, they can be an alternative to Jeb Bush, 
who is really just been dropping like a rock no matter how many times he tries to inject his campaign with new life. It just doesn't seem to be taking hold. And you have these two senators that at least have some political experience. So if you're looking for a candidate with political experience, they could be your guys. Well, it's ironic. Marco is playing the outsider-insider card. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I quit the, the Senate because it's so dysfunctional, and so you might as well treat me as an outsider, and it's working. But what he and Cruz both have in common is they are both both master tacticians in the debates. Oh, definitely, because they do have that experience, right? They're not just jumping up on the stage and, and just uh, being rough around the edges because they've done this before. They've campaigned before, and it, it, it does make a big difference. They're a little more polished um, in, in knowing what to do. And they're both positioning themselves as kind of inside outsiders. Ted Cruz I even spoke to when he was here uh, for a, an, an abortion rally, anti-abortion rally. I spoke with him, and he says, you know, he pointed out, I go after the GOP establishment all the time, and he is in dust-ups quite frequently with the GOP leadership. So that's what's setting aside uh, the Ted Cruz's and Marco Rubio's is that they, they do have that political experience yet have taken on what the, the quote-unquote establishment. Rachel, good job as always. Thanks for the time. Thanks. All right, Rachel Sutherland with us this morning from Washington. Fox News Radio. It's uh, it's Carson, Trump, Rubio, and Cruz. That's where we are right now. You think Jeb's out? Oh, yeah, he's out. I mean, I, I I feel badly, sort of, but he's been his own worst enemy in these debates. He just he's come off. I you know I heard an analysis, and I really the more I've thought about it, I think it's accurate. I will not claim to have originated this. Um, Trump got in his head. Trump got in his head early. And if you'll notice, he reacted to Trump. He got personal, calling him out. Well, if that's the type of guy you want to vote for type attitude, Rubio, Cruz, ignored him. They just, and in fact, the most they would say would, we're not talking about the people left or right. I'm I'm running for, I'm not running against these people. Rubio's line, the last debate was genius. I'm not running against the people on this platform. I'm running for president. That little statement, I'm running for, what are you for, 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 is huge with the electorate. Ben Carson, Ben Carson's winning Democrats. That's why he's winning the national poll against Hillary. You know, I thought it was a great line, fait accompli. Uh, You know, Hillary, I don't know how she can hold the domination. I don't know how some of you that are, you know, unrepentant Democrats can actually go through and vote for her. Does personal integrity just mean nothing? If integrity means anything, you you must vote for Bernie Sanders. If you're going to just Democrat or, or bust, if that's your mindset, how can you vote for an absolute 100% proven liar? You know, Bernie Sanders may be wrong, but he's not dishonest, best as I can tell. Anyway, interesting stuff. All right, your calls next, 205-WFLA, 205-9352. What, it, the kids are in school now. What are you going to tell Junior and Missy about uh, different genders walking into their bathrooms or their locker room? It's school policy now. They have to let it happen. Now, I don't know that that's a change in policy, but it's been a reaffirmation in training of teachers and administration. 
What are you going to do about it? What do you think about the gender benders that are going on now? 205 WFLA, 205-9352. That's the big story in the press box next here on Tallahassee's Talk Radio. 100.7 FM WFLA. I like to be up to date on my current events. You get to hear real people's opinions. When you're driving along, sometimes you get tired of listening to music, and it's nice to learn about current events. The Morning Show with Preston Scott continues on 100.7 FM WFLA. Still feel like this song belongs in, um, and I've never seen the movie, but it just has the feel of something um, Pulp Fiction. You know, no, I've never seen the movie. Why would I see that movie? A tremendous film. Ah, whatever. Quentin Tarantino's a loser. <gasps> He's a loser. He's a loser. The boycott ought to, uh, the boycott's on. His comments on law enforcement are absolutely ridiculous. And people have the power of the pocketbook. He just, I don't know, somewhere along the line, he fell in love with himself. And, and it's a shame. It really is. I'm not denying that there's a there's a little talent there, although I think his his uh, penchant for gore is a little over the top, and it ruins what would otherwise be really good movies. Uh, but anyway, 840 here on WFLA. The website, WFLAFM.com. Got all kinds of stories there. We've got, uh, in fact, uh, there's there's a string of stories up there right now in, in the latest that you ought to check out. That's WFLAFM.com. Big story in the press box brought to you by GT Electric. Save your green. Call the GT Electric team, 421-9002. I uh, want to take your calls. What are you going to do with your kids, for your kids? How are you going to explain to your kids that, uh, at, you know, they Leon County Schools held a training session back a couple Wednesdays ago making sure the teachers and administrators understood policies on transgendered kids or what they call gender nonconforming students. And uh, according to Leon County School Policy, which mirrors federal guidelines, uh, access to facilities like restrooms and locker rooms must be allowed based on how the kid perceives his or her own gender. And so I'm I'm reserving this time for your calls. What do you think? 205 WFLA. 205-9352. Hugh, thanks for calling. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm wondering uh, if this uh, gender-neutral so-called person goes to take a shower in a girl's bathroom that's actually a male and there are females in there, couldn't that lead to lawsuits against the school system from parents? Well, you would think so. I mean, I would. I think it's only a matter of time before whether it's, you know, in our schools or in a public restroom that someone gets raped, some woman gets raped because some guy uses the excuse that he's gender neutral or he identifies as a woman. He just goes in there and rapes somebody. Right. To me, that sounds like when they go to school, they can just pick which bathroom or shower or whatever they want to go to whenever. Well, and it doesn't, Hugh, it doesn't stop there. According to the Florida High School Athletic Association, uh, although there's a panel that a that an applicant has to go through, a student can participate in whatever sports team he or she wants to play on. Yeah, the uh, the, the sports I don't see as bad as the other stuff. Although I don't know, it should be one or the other. Yeah, I'm a big fan of whatever's on your birth certificate goes. Now that's what I think. But if you parents just don't care, you just roll over, whatever, you know. If you want to think that this is normal and you want that shown to your children, okay. Richard, what do you think? 
First of all, I'm quite upset about this. That poor child at Fairview has got a long road of hope in front of him. Well, I think you're right. But, Preston, I blame the parents yep. is who I blame. That child's too young to know this. Get your children involved in church. My children love their church, and the church loves them. They they, they know what's ahead of them. This Leah County Schools is so messed up right now with everything else they got going on. I don't even want to hear about Leon County Schools. It's the parents that have to take the initiative and get them involved in a church. Yeah, you know, I I, I, I get what you're coming from. I certainly think that uh, that can help. Uh, not all churches are created equal, um, and certainly you have to be careful there. But I, I, I will I will go so far as to say it certainly resides at home. Um, in my mind, the kid at Fairview Middle School that came in, show, you know, said he's gender neutral but wore a dress. I think the parents did the right thing. They pulled him out of school. But I'm just wondering, at what point does discrimination become discrimination against kids that they want the boys' bathroom to be exclusively for 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 people who are males? born as men and they want the 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 girls bathroom to be for girls um human beings that were born female at what point does it become discrimination the other way around i'm just curious because this is being forced 205 wfla parents you good with this 205 9352 you gonna throw your hands up in the air and just say ah whatever and, and, you know, if that's your thing, so be it. Mike, you're up next. But first, it's 845 on WFLA. Time to check weather. We do that every 15 minutes on the morning show. Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. And Terry Smith with your WFLA forecast. Good Wednesday morning, Preston. It's hard to believe it's November. It's warm around here, and it stays that way the next several days. We've got some fog this morning, otherwise a cloudy day. Slight chance of a shower, 86 today. I'm 100.7 FM WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. I thought the principal at Fairview got rolled under the bus by the superintendent and maybe acting on behalf of the school board because Scott Hansen did absolutely the right thing because the dress code said... That if it's disruptive to the classroom environment, it needs to go. He did the right thing. That's disruptive. Why? Because it's abnormal. You know, I I understand that my statement is politically incorrect. But it is. There are things that are normal. There are things that are abnormal. And as the residents of Houston just learned, more people still adhere to the older traditional values than we want to think because we've been bullied around by the LGBT agenda for a few years now, and so we just we're just kowtowing to it. Mike, what do you think? Mike, you there? Hello. Yeah, Mike. Uh, no, uh, yes, I want to comment on this uh, situation there in the schools. As, if I'm not mistaken, I believe isn't it only ten percent of the total school budget? in Leon County comes back from the federal government, something in that neighborhood, 10%. Perhaps. Well, if, it, if it's no more than that, I do not believe that the citizens of Leon County would object to pay more on taxes and tell the federal government to take that money and just keep it and run the, and run the system the way we want to run it. If, I w- that's the only, if that's the only penalty, take a vote, a local vote, I guarantee you most of the parents would tell the federal government to take that 10% and shove it. Mike, thanks for the phone call. I want to fit as many calls in as I can here. Rick, thanks for calling. What are your thoughts? 
Well, Preston, I can't help but wonder. Um, there has to be some violation of a charter or some sort of some sort of legal code that is put that the staff is putting our children at risk for, and they're violating um, whether it's a code or a law or some charter somewhere out there that we have to find. But it's a shame that we have to do this because we have um, administration and we have Jackie Pond and everyone's putting our children at risk. Well, just remember now, Leon County Commission, if I'm not mistaken, went this route back a few years ago. And so they well, put something in place creating an environment where bathrooms are determined by the person's own gender identity as they see it. Well, whatever, but they're putting our children at risk, and this is where we need to come down and uh, I agree. see if we I... can get them arrested, if we can get them, you know, whatever, whatever choice we have to do, they're putting in this position where we're at a place now where we have no choice, where we have to fight back. Rick, I couldn't agree with you more. The question is, will parents do that? Lee, thanks for calling. You're the final caller here. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I don't know. It seems fairly simple to me if a person should, until they have made the, had the final surgery and made the complete gender correction, I think that they should use the restroom that they are, you know, with the gender that they were born with. Yeah, the I, birth I, certificate I is used to gain entry into the public school system. That ought to determine what bathroom you use. I mean, I, I really, and I'm very sympathetic to, to the young man. Also, to me, gender neutral, it, doesn't, it sounds like that he wants to transition to a woman, and that's all right, but that isn't gender neutral, I don't think. But um, I think until the person, and this applies to adult men uh, using a, a female restroom, until they have made the complete uh, gender reassignment, I think that they should continue to use the uh, bathroom that they, uh, uh, the gender that they were born with. I mean, Lee, that seems simple to me, but then, you know. Yeah, simple's never never easy, is it? Uh, Lee, thanks so much. I'm going to disagree with you on this front. I, I don't think it's all right, but I do think it's their choice. Understanding the distinction there. I think we I think we need to push really hard from the state legislature that they need to put this in order. Birth certificate determines it. Here's the irony. You can't even do a third bathroom now. Because a third bathroom is now considered to be discriminatory. If you do a a mixed gender bathroom where whatever you think you are head to that bathroom. That's offensive to the LGBT movement. See, that's what I said years ago when I told you there was an agenda, and it's about shoving their way of life down the throat of everybody else and saying you're the abnormal people because you believe in gender norms. School system's wrong, and it's going to be up to you to do something about it. It's very simple. It's up to you. Uh, and I think it's up to the lawmakers. I think this is one of those situations where it's 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 surreal. But we need a state law that assigns public restrooms, and that includes schools and lockers, to what is on your birth certificate. Simple as that. And that we need to we need to make certain that it is absolutely codified in law that physicians are required to put a gender 
at birth, male, female. Otherwise, that's going to be the next place of attack. (sighs) Discrimination is now taking place against kids that assign themselves by virtue of their biological order, male or female. That's a new, that's, you're being discriminated against. If you have a son or a daughter and they expect that the bathroom to be comprised of people that have the anatomy that they have, they're being, they're being discriminated against. And see, if the school board holds a meeting like this, I'll tell you who's showing up. The LGBT crowd. You people won't show up who are not part of that. You won't. And if you do, prove me, I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Maybe we just need to put it to a vote. That that might, who knows, I don't know. 8.52, it's the morning show. 100.7 FM WFLA. It's too early to cast your vote, but it's not too early to cast your opinion. With all the good candidates. Tired of the line. 100.7 FM. You have a choice to make. WFLA. Boy, I'm getting a lot of email on this transgender, gender identity thing. Feel free to uh, send your opinion. I'll post something on Facebook, likely. WFLAFM.com, keyword Preston. I might write something today. I might wait. I don't know. But certainly it'll come onto the Facebook page. But uh, tomorrow on the show, Steve Stewart joins us. Uh, Facts on open carry. There's some myths being propagated by the Florida Sheriff's Association. I mean, they're shameful. Their misrepresentation of truth and fact is is shameful. We'll also talk about some things that, um, well, let me put it to you this way. Would it surprise you if the United States military were dramatically underreporting the gay rape that's going on inside the military? The numbers will shock you what's going on. That's tomorrow on The Morning Show. Before we depart, turn it over to Glenn Beck. Let's do the Morning Show 180. Look back at the program in 180 seconds or less. Somehow, how we started the show factors brilliantly into how we ended the show. Fewer people are engaged in prayer. Fewer people are engaged in their faith. So says a a Pew Center uh, religious landscape poll that they uh, turn out every year or so. We learned in the first hour of the program, amazingly so, that teenagers are using electric devices and engaged in video, social, online hijinks nine hours a day on average. Nine hours a day. Tweeners, six hours a day. Parents, hello. Big story in the press box, of course. We've talked about it in all three hours. Took your calls in two of the three hours. I didn't have anybody call in in support of, uh, you know, what the Leon County school system's doing. Regarding uh, bathrooms being open to whatever somebody thinks they are. My rule is very simple. What's on the birth certificate is where do you go to the bathroom. Simple as that. Second hour of the program, Captain John Swanson joined us. Fishingforthebrave.com is the website. Talk to Danny O'Donnell and Scott Fenstermaker, both telling you about the inevitable. In Florida, you're looking at Obamacare causing a 25 to 35% 
rate hike this coming year in health care. You can thank the Democrats exclusively. It's all on them. Third and final hour, Skip Smelko from uh, Altrua Global Solutions. After the Veterans Day Parade, one week from today, a special presentation in the Adam Street Commons. Don't miss it. Rachel Sutherland, tell us that uh, Ben Carson's doing really well in the polls. Tomorrow, great show. Don't miss it.